Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Glad to have you with us. Also glad to have our next guest, Bob Nielsen, with us, as he is every Monday. Bob, congrats on the win Saturday. That was, uh, that was a pretty cool day for the Coyotes. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, great win uh, for our program. Uh, really proud of the way that uh, our guys played, and and uh, as we have been doing all year, you know, we keep finding ways to win. You know, you talk about um, playing cont- complementary football. That's something you've talked about many times. Something we've observed that it it always seems like there's one part of your team that's super strong. I felt like Saturday it was a combination, which is what you've been striving for anyway. Well, we started out playing great defense, uh, forced a couple of turnovers early that uh, one resulted uh, into a score directly. And uh, then, uh, you know, as the game went on and every time uh, Sac State would make a little push, you know, our offense would respond with a, with a nice drive that uh, really put us in a situation where we could uh, always have at least a two-score and, and, uh, um, and oftentimes a three-score lead. Yeah, that makes it a little more comfortable for sure. How strange was it to see number seven come out on the field for Sacramento State? We're talking about Carson Camp, uh, who had just been with you for a couple of years, and he threw the Hail Mary pass that beat South Dakota State. And, and um, you know, he, it, it, he had lost his job, and he went somewhere else. And how ironic he went to a place that had to come back to the place he had been the quarterback. But how odd was it for you to see him out there? Yeah, it's uh, kind of the irony of college football these days. It wasn't the first time, uh, you know, we had a similar situation when we played North Dakota with a guy that was on our program a year ago. And I think you're going to see it happen more and more uh, in uh, college football with the open transfer situation and the fact that uh, uh, guys are choosing to uh, conference within the, or transfer within the same division and even within the same conference. Yeah, he played well when he was out there. Yeah, you know, they're offensively, they've got, uh, some, uh, uh, very talented skill players and, and, uh, they, uh, uh, have moved the ball really against everybody that they've played. Alright, Aiden Bauman threw for 174 yards, two touchdowns, you ran for 220 yards and a touchdown, and you scored a touchdown on defense. That's like, that's kind of what I was alluding to is you did it in a lot of different ways. Played good defense. Your offense was really good on both sides of the ball in terms, or offensively in terms of passing and running. Uh, your, your, I would, I would say that your special teams have been good all year. They've been really consistent, haven't they? Yeah, we've been very solid in the kicking game, you know, and we've, there's been games where we've uh, really, uh, had them, uh, help us with field position and, and, uh, and certainly from a PAT field goal standpoint, we've been solid all year when, uh, points are on the table. Uh, it's uh, uh, and, and particularly in in our league, points are always really valuable. So, um, yeah, I've been pleased with that uh, element for sure. I thought the big play of the game was was the seventy five yard touchdown pass uh, to JJ right after they had scored. You know, they get back in the game and boom, they're not back in the game. Yeah, huge response play and. You know, great read by Aiden. That wasn't necessarily his uh, first read, but uh, the coverage opened up and uh, hit JJ on stride, and he was able to take it the distance. And big plays like that uh, in, in big games like that uh, really make a difference. 
And the crowd, I thought, you know, I was, you know, there was 15 minutes to go before kickoff, and I was looking up and going, I sure hope they're all out in the parking lot uh, tailgating. And lo and behold, when the game started, and once the game got going a little bit, it was about three-quarters full, and they were loud. I'm guessing that made a difference to your guys. Yeah, home crowd was great. Um, and, uh, you know, as you said, you know, about three-quarters full. We, we hope we can get it the other quarter full this week. Well, I think if you don't get any more fans, you know it's still going to be full because North Dakota State brings plenty. And we want those seats wearing red. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's the goal. That is the. I can see that. All right. So here, go ahead and say what you got to say to get people to buy those seats. <laughs> we need you. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's important that uh, uh, we have a great crowd, and, and, and our fans have been great all year, and I'm confident they will be again. Do you allot a certain number of tickets to the visitor? Uh, that's a requirement within the NCAA. Yeah, there are a certain number of tickets that they're. You're required to let them have, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely give them that requirement. We hope we sell uh, sell all the rest. And of that's it. Yep. Uh, I I guarantee you they'll fill their allotment. There's no question about that. Um, they they travel better than you know. They travel. I was going to say better than anybody in the FCS. I think SDSU really travels well too. But I I'm hard pressed to think of anybody that travels as well as they do. They used to at Frisk. I'd go down to Frisco for something else, and they go, "Oh, oh, you're from the Dakotas? Yeah, yeah, you're you're a Bison person." Like, oh. no, I'm not. I mean, they would have more people down there than had tickets to the games for those championships. Yeah, they uh, they uh, they do travel well, and that's part of uh, what's making them uh, the kind of program that they are year in year out. Bob Nielsen is our guest. Okay, so I was thinking about this on the way into the to the station today. All the years that I've been around here, 45 years, and you've beaten the Bison several times during the regular season. But to my knowledge, USD or anybody else, for that matter, hasn't ever beaten them twice in the same year. Does that sound does that sound correct to you? Well, you you, you might be a better historian than I am on that issue. Uh, you know, I know in 1986 when. Uh, Scott Jones, they played them twice and, and obviously lost in the playoffs after they beat them in the regular season. So, you know, it'd be a pretty unique situation to uh, to have that happen. Number one, where you you play a team twice and, and obviously beating a, a team like North Dakota State twice would be a tremendous accomplishment. Yeah, and I'm just talking about USD here. Uh, Zach just texted me and said SDSU beat NDSU twice last year. Of course they did. But I'm talking about the Coyotes, and and yeah, they were. I think it was a couple of years in a row that you lost to them in the playoffs back in the '80s, after beating them during the regular season. Uh, what do you got to do to beat them? Well, you know the the things that we did uh, up there, uh, things we're going to have to do again. You know, and that's play well uh, in all three phases of the game. We've got to be able to to move the football enough that we can possess it. Uh, going to have to play good rush defense. Uh, gonna have to play well in the kicking game. Gotta make some things happen, uh, both by creating some, you know, some explosive plays and, and hopefully, uh, generate some field position for our offense. So it's one of those things you're gonna have to play a complete game. And, uh, uh, that's what we gotta prepare this week to be able to do. And I'm, I'm guessing they're gonna come with their ears pinned back because they lost to you on their home field and that rarely ever happens. Well, I think anytime you're in the playoffs, you're gonna get somebody's best. And uh, we wouldn't expect anything less. And, and uh, at the same time, uh, 
you know, I know our guys will will be prepared to, to play their best as well. Well, and for the guys on your team that have been around for a couple of years, I thought Saturday was really important for them after the the game a couple of years ago and how flat they came out against Southern Illinois to come out and play the really the great kind of football you did against uh, Sacramento State. Yeah, I thought we played with great energy. I thought we played with great focus. I thought we used the energy in the building uh, really well and and uh, excited to, to build on that performance moving forward in the playoffs. So will you have the same thing for breakfast on Saturday that you guys had last Saturday? Same menu. Yeah, I'm not superstitious, but why change? <laughs> uh, I, I, I am. I was going to tell you to have the same thing, so uh, I'm glad we agree on that. Uh, so what's what's the buzz like around town after the win on Saturday? Good. And uh, people are excited. Uh, you know, our fans are excited to, to have a football team that's moving on in the national playoffs, be one of eight. Uh, that's uh, that's still standing, and and uh, um, we look forward to uh, generating more support here uh, during the week, and and uh, really being able to to showcase uh, our program and FCS football here in the dome on Saturday. You had a lot of former players that were there on Saturday. Um, I'm guessing that I don't know how if the guys even realized that or not, but I know you did because you saw some of them before the game started. What does that mean to you and your program? Well, we've, we've got, uh, you know, great alumni support, uh, and, uh, uh, that group has, has really gotten involved in, in support of our program, and we appreciate all that they do for us, and, and their being there is just a testimony to, uh, how uh, valuable their experience, uh, as a football player here at the University of South Dakota was to them. Well, Bob, thanks a lot for being on our uh, Road to Frisco show last Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. That was awesome. I'll be down uh, this week to uh, interview you so we can get that on again. It, isn't it fun to have all this buzz about college football in our area this time of year? It's, uh, it's a great year for the state of South Dakota and college football for sure. All right, Bob, thanks a bunch and good luck this week. Thanks. Appreciate it. Bob Nielsen, our guest here on Calling All Sports. We're going to talk Dakota State men's basketball when we come back. Rosenbauer, the world's largest manufacturer of firefighting equipment, is inviting you to join them in building life-saving fire trucks. Based in Lyon, South Dakota, they offer great pay, up to $26 an hour, depending on experience. They have generous health benefits, flexible start times, weekends off, and PTO that starts the day you do. With on-the-job training in most positions, you can build a difference in the world at Rosenbauer. Apply online at buildfiretrucks.com. Rosenbauer is an equal opportunity employer, including veterans and disabilities. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. This guy had more issues with his eyes 
The minute he first came out of surgery, he walked in with a huge grin on his face. And for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were going to go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. Jeff Gould here. One of our daughters bought a mattress online for only $400. It's 18 months later. She's moving out. Leaving the mattress behind says it was a waste of money. That's why I tell people, go to Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Yes, price is important. More is who you buy it from. Don't waste your time and money on the cheap stuff. Get quality. Visit Comfort King Mattress Factory. They're the best in the market. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career. Like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from heat and glow and heat are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 heat and glow and heatilator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Great to have you with us as we start a brand new week. Lots and lots to talk about. Great to have Bob Nielsen on. Congrats to our buddy, Chris Atterbury, who was our guest in the first half of the show, the brand new radio voice of the Twins, former Canaries play-by-play announcer from Bozeman, Montana, so a small-town kid makes big just like Kurt Gowdy did from Wyoming, my next-door neighbor when I was born in Wellesley, Massachusetts. Uh, by the way, uh, nobody has time for the flu, RSV, or COVID. Get your flu. Get all your shots. One, two, three, anytime at any Lewis location. Lewis Drug, taking good care of you and your family. Uh, Lewis is your first stop and actually your only stop. they got everything you'll ever need. For 81 years, they've been in business, which is... Pretty amazing. Not many businesses last that long. By the way, uh, Arby's has the Wagyu burger back on the menu. That should make everybody happy. They've also got a bunch of special stuff. Uh, craving the Classics promotion for online ordering only on the Arby's.com or Arby's app. $4 for a roast beef classic. $3 for a classic beef and cheddar. Uh, $2 for the four-piece mozzarella sticks that are a dollar 
for a small soft drink or a small curly fry. And they've also got, in addition to the Wagyu burger back on the menu, they've got the strawberry shake back through January of 2024. So, uh, boy, lots of exciting news there. Also exciting news is the fact we've got Darren Ty on the show. Uh, Darren's uh, Dakota State Trojan men's basketball team off to a terrific start. Darren, uh, congrats and How's it, uh, how's it going 14 games into taking over for a legend? Well, number one, I'm really hungry. I missed lunch after all that uh, <laughs> talk about Arby's, so I might have to figure out a way to do that. But no, it's going, uh, it's going really well here. Um, yeah, Coach Gary is, uh, there's some big steps, some big uh, footsteps to follow, but, um, things are going good in Madison. Well, and, and wasn't that part of the draw for you to come to Madison? Uh, was was all the exciting stuff they've got happening in the future? Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the the, the quote that they use is "DSU is rising" is absolutely true. I mean, with the facilities and the vision of our administration here, I mean, um, this is a top notch university, and absolutely, that was a big draw. Yeah, because you know, some might say I was telling a story the other day about how I'd been here for couple of years in sioux falls and and uh they wanted me to come and be the voice of the bison in fargo and it's like eh, that's kind of a lateral move <laughs> i don't really want to do that i you know i'm planning on moving to minneapolis or chicago or boston or someplace like that and and so i didn't take it uh and i'm glad i didn't although i'd be flying to games if i was doing their games and <laughs> would have a sports staff of five instead of two uh but i i still i still don't ever look back on that uh Point being, though, you know, you were at Mayville. Uh, it's not like coming to Madison is a huge move up necessarily in the coaching ranks, but it's all those things that make a job more desirable, huh? For sure, yeah. And when you think about long-term stability and, like I said, the vision of our administration of where well, where they want to take the athletics program at Dakota State, I mean, that's just it just gets you excited. And, um, you know, and then even the community of Madison, I mean, for my wife and I, we, you know, went to the, grew up in the same, uh, hometown and stuff. And this is the biggest city we've ever lived in. I say city kind of loosely, but it, it is the biggest place we've ever lived in before in our lives. So to have a, a Lewis and, uh, multiple places to eat is a really big deal for us. There you go. You got a Lewis drug. You got it made. We just gotta, <laughs> we gotta get, we gotta get the Arby's guys to plunk down a store in Madison. I, there I, we I, go. I've, yeah. I've been requested of that several times in the last few years. So I'll keep, I'll keep plugging. <laughs> Okay. Uh, hey, your team is off to a great start. You won nine straight games. Uh, had that streak broken, but those things are going to happen. Regardless of that, you're 10 and 4. And what's, you know, in the first year when you're taking over, what's the biggest challenge? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, we, we said from the beginning it's going to be about building culture. You know, we weren't going to be super concerned about wins and losses this year. We were going to lay the foundation of culture and what, what we wanted the DSU men's basketball program to to be about and what we wanted people to think about us. And, um, you know, we, we had two returners come back, uh, Taylor Edwards and Ethan Slothog. And so we've got a whole bunch of new guys that, um, you know, regardless of how good you are or where you played before, there's an adjustment period. You know, I always say like different states and different divisions, we all, we play the same sport, but we don't play the same game. And you have different coaches that have different things that they tolerate and don't tolerate. So there's an adjustment period for that. And going through this month of November, where it just seems like it flew by because we we're playing 14 games and we had a, what, a 10 game stretch and, or 11 game stretch in 21 days there. And, 
um, when we didn't get to practice a whole lot either, you know, that made some things challenging, which is why I think, you know, our guys need to feel really good about what they've been able to accomplish so far and having all these new things that they've had to learn and system and scheme, but also the culture and the university and the community and to come out like they did out of November is a, is a pretty big feat. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta imagine you're thrilled with the fact that they're, you know, like you said, winning isn't the ultimate thing, but you still, you know, you're paid to win games. Correct. And, and, yeah. and they come here to be part of a winning team. And I'm guessing when Uzo made that uh, that bomb at the buzzer, uh, Debiamaka, <laughs> that had to be. Is isn't a moment like that something that can really springboard the team for the rest of the year? Yeah, you know, I think it can. And um, we had a lot of conversations about, you know, this is I can't remember what it was at that time, game eight or game nine or whatever it was. And we're like, you know, we don't want this to be the pinnacle of our season. You know, there's still a lot of games left to be played. But I think that I think we all in that moment kind of realize that's something that, you know, number one, you're probably never going to forget where you were, you know, (laughs) and forget that time. But number two, it's like, you know, it just gives you that confidence, like, hey, you know, we can we can do some big things, and maybe we can do whatever we put our minds to and accomplish what we want to accomplish here. So that was, um, you know, obviously a big moment. And what, what I really appreciated about that was, you know, having 13 new guys in that in our program to play that game, but everyone was just so, you know, focused on ending the seven-year losing streak to Dakota Westland, you know, which is kind of funny because most of those guys hadn't even heard of Dakota Westland, right. you know, a couple of weeks before then. But I think that just kind of speaks to how they've adopted Dakota State and Madison and how Madison and Dakota State has adopted them. So how difficult is Darren Ty joins us, the men's basketball coach at Dakota State and Madison. How tough was it for you being brand new to go out and recruit so many new guys to come into a program that you're, it's not like you're going, hey, we were 27 and three last year and I've been here for 27 years. Here's what you get. I mean, they're kind of going on, uh, blue sky to some degree. <laughs> it's a little blind faith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, when you, you can, you can point to a track record at a different school, but you know, that really doesn't mean a hill of beans when you're here. You know, it's about what you've done recently and what you've done at that spot and, um, you know, we have a vision and we, we have a, a way that we want to do things and we have a plan and we, we, we see exactly where that's going and it's just about trying to sell that plan and explain that vision to recruits. And, you know, we, we've always done really well with, you know, the type of guys that, you know, want culture and, and that want to really be a part of something and be a part of something that's bigger than themselves and maybe not the most talented guys in the world, but the guys that are going to work really hard and be good teammates and have good attitudes and all that. So, you know, us being able to identify those type of guys to bring in, I think really helps kind of speed along the process for culture. But it also, I think, resonated to them, you know, this is what we were going to do and this is how we're going to try and do it. And I think you know, no matter where, if you're new or old or whatever, you want to be a part of that positive culture. Well, if you're making the jump from high school to college, uh, you got to be careful, I'm thinking, because you can't get a bunch of guys who are stars who expect to still be stars because that just isn't right. realistic. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's hard. It's uh, uh, We talk about we got 15 guys, and, you know, probably all 15 of you were maybe your best players at your previous schools, and now you got to come in and you have to learn roles and you have to learn sacrifice. But at the end of the day, if you can feel like you're building towards something bigger than yourself, you know, I think it's worth it, and I think they've kind of bought into that too. So when you see the, the new football stadium, you know, taking shape and you see the new track that's oh, done that yeah. they played on, how much does that, you know, get your juices going? 
Oh, it's I'm looking at it right now. It, it's it's incredible, and uh, how fast they can put these things up is unreal. By the way, but um, yeah, it's when the when the arena comes, I think it's going to be one of the nice arenas, nicest arenas in the Midwest here. And um, this football stadium is unbelievable, and the soccer stadium is great too. And um, yeah, there's just really big things coming. And uh, like I said, our our vision of President Griffiths and and the rest of the administration and uh, and Jeff Dittman, our athletic director. I mean, they've really setting Dakota State up for big, big things in the future. Darren Ty is our guest. We're just about out of time. What's been the most exciting thing so far for you? Oh, uh, you know, when you get a chance to kind of build something from from scratch, you know, and kind of see see the results of it, but whether, you know, minor or major, however it is, you know, that's a that's a pretty special thing. And especially when um you know you get to give an opportunity to some guys that maybe weren't going to get an opportunity someplace else and, and to see them, you know, take a hold of that moment and take a hold of that opportunity and make the most out of it. You know, that's kind of what we all hope for as coaches. You know, we're trying to create better future husbands, fathers, sons, you know, doctors, dentists, businessmen, whatever it is. But at the same time, we're trying to make better basketball players too. And um, to see them become better people and, and just to kind of have this success and enjoy that. And um, that's been pretty cool so far. So um, we're, we're pretty thrilled about what's happened so far. Yeah. Ten four. Ten four. Just yep. yeah. You're not going to quit now, but you're ten and four. That's awesome. Congrats, and we'll talk soon. I appreciate the time. Thank you for having me. You bet. Darren Ty, our guest, the men's basketball coach at Dakota State. The Trojans off to a terrific start, ten and four. They had a nine game win streak snapped in Yankton against Mount Marty here last week, but uh, I think it was in Yankton. But that's who they lost to. But they've turned around and won a game ever since. So. Join us again tomorrow. Jimmy Rogers will be with us, amongst others. This is Calling All Sports. Glad you could join us. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Menards is the one-stop shop for huge.